You're listening to Rosie on the House. Come on in. Come on around the backyard. Let's talk about your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin here at Rosie on the House. Well, by many reports that I've seen over the last four months, Phoenix is the hottest housing market in the country. Fastest growing county in the country. Little old Buckeye is the fastest growing city in the country. Who knew? Who knew? Buckeye. And Buckeye is not what you would call a water-rich environment. (laughs) So we want to talk water this hour and what it could or couldn't do. As I travel the country and I visit with other contractors and real estate specialists and developers that aren't familiar with Arizona, they always see me as being a builder remodeler in Phoenix as kind of a self-defeating thing. Rosie, sooner or later, you're going to run out of opportunity Your state's going to run out of water. You're going to have to stop net in immigration. And I tell him, Arizona's really in pretty darn good shape. When you compare us to New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, we've done a very, very good job in Arizona providing a water supply that's going to go on for generations. And we've brought in someone that's very familiar with the topic, Donna DeFrancesco. Donna, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning. Uh, conservation coordinator for the city of Mesa. That's right. Uh, for 20 plus years. Yes, yes. Uh, kind, kind of the state's water use it wisely ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I think so. And and water is such, uh, uh, I'm still one of those guys that still gets my morning newspaper. I love my morning Mm -hmm, newspaper. mm -hmm. And the morning newspapers have been running a series, as they do periodically, on the condition of water in Arizona. And I don't think, uh, uh, I mean, you're you're like a charter member of Water Use It Wisely, and I think what y'all came up with was perfect. Not enough, what's the the line? Enough? To use, not enough to waste. Yeah, right. Never enough to waste. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Don't want to be wasting water, do we? So there are several cities in the Phoenix metro community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, that are more water rich than others. We all have different portfolios is how they Hmm. talk about that. (laughs) And then then you slip south in the Pinal County. Yes, yes. And it, it becomes a little bit more stressful conversation. Sometimes. Uh, and then even even down in Pima County. Mm-hmm. Water, water's for fighting. Water is a very complex topic in Arizona, isn't it? It, it, it is, is amazing. Unbelievable. And like complicated. You, like you say, there's been incredible uh, amount of information in the news. I think it's great <clears throat> that the Arizona Republic has been um, putting a lot of information out there for the public to help under, them understand. And it's like you say. Arizona is, you know, we have built and we maintain this this elaborate and sophisticated 
system of water supply, and it's based on multiple resources. So, you know, we a lot of what's in the news right now is the shortages in the Colorado River because, you know, there's there's a lot of states that are tapping into that water, and then with climate change and, and some of these weather conditions that we're having, it is stressed and the water levels are lower than normal. So that's been happening uh, these last few years, especially have it has gotten, you know, very serious. The that, good, that cotton yeah. or... Uh, melon farmer yeah. in Stanfield mm-hmm. really prays for a lot of snow right. up in Colorado <laughs> right. and Wyoming. <laughs> right. You know, right. And that, that right. that's where his mm-hmm. water is going to originate. Right. 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 And then luckily we have the Salt and Verde River system. So we have the snows that we have up north. I hope you checked the snow level force while you were up skiing I did. this recently. I did. did you every, just, you every, know, poke your, every, your, I did your, check your ski pole, pole yeah. down and I, just see how many inches we were, we were I storing? I stuck my head down a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> got, a good, got a good look while yeah, you were there. I can tell you the snow's at least eight inches deep. <laughs> but, but, but very good. That, that snowpack, though, of course, will be our water sources later. And what's Good to know, and I'll, I'll I'll mention this fact right now. Last year at this time, the Colorado River system, the reservoir system, was at forty five percent full. This year, it's fifty two percent. That's actually a great great improvement because we did get all those snows last year. Right now, the snowpack for Colorado looks really good. It's over a hundred percent above yeah, normal. That's right. They're about ten inches right now, and through the system for SRP. Uh, right now we're at 81 percent. Our reservoirs are 81 percent full. Last year was 63 percent. So those are things that, and that's why we have these elaborate systems and reservoirs so that we can store water for a later time when we do need it. And you know we've been really lucky. You know we've had when we do we also do use some groundwater, especially here in the you know in the urban areas, uh, in the rural areas they use a lot more groundwater. Uh, and then we do reclaimed water. So we're using, we're, we're making great use of that water, wastewater, after we've treated it. And we can use it for landscaping. We use it for nu- Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant to help, you know, cool the towers. In Scottsdale, they use it for brewing beer. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're reusing I dra- it. I drank some you of that water. You did have some, yeah. did you? It's delicious, too. Hey, well, Rome, you can't tell. Romy and I drank that water. <laughs> A little extra depth of flavor? No, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. It, was, it was as pure as it can come. Well, good for you. I Good for you, so... But now, and water usually wisely. Yeah. What What are y'all What are y'all up to now? Y'all have got yeah. this plant campaign. Yeah, we got a spring campaign, and it's all about you know one of the things we 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 know that people are out there and, and especially this time of year we get all excited about doing new landscaping in our yards. There's a lot of new homeowners out there. There's a lot of mm-hmm. you know young people who are just getting their first homes, and I've had some calls from people saying, "Oh, I, I'm just trying to figure out everything I need to do at my home." So hopefully they're listening to you too. Hopefully they are <laughs> for their sake. That's right <laughs> to get good information. So we know you know we started Water Use It Wise as you mentioned. It's been up 20 years now. We started it in 1999. Uh, just to be an outreach campaign, because, you know, as you know, we're all distracted with so many things. We just want to remind people, yeah, don't forget to save water. So uh, we now have 20 partners valley-wide, and we just have these great tips and information. We created this very um, robust website that has all kind. Of, we have blogs every week. It's all about landscaping issues or indoor water savings, uh, even things like what's going on with water here in Arizona. And so um, we wanted to be able to get people to the site very easily, especially with our landscape information. So we started this campaign for spring, and it's going to be water planted wisely. 
So that I is, love it. Yeah, I'm I on do, that I website right now. It is, it's lovely. It's very easy to navigate. Great big bold lettering for each category. Yeah. So exactly what you're looking for is very easy to find. Beautiful photography. Right. I mean, you're right. not, you're not right. having to guess what plants. And you even have a plant of the month. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, you can access uh, all of that at any time. Uh, we still have our Wardies at Wisely site, of course, but this is kind of a microsite where we can focus all on that landscaping information and to really feature some of the amazing plants that we have here. And the idea of the plant at Wisely is you're planting water conservation, you're planting shade, you're planting maybe fragrance, you're, you know, and all these things that your plants can do to have this incredible functionality in your yard. And mostly we want people to understand with these desert adapted plants, native plants perhaps, or from deserts around the world, that they're just going to be easier to maintain. They're going to be able to withstand our conditions. You know, a lot of people think we can do tropical plants here, and we can, but it gets challenging with our cold winters. You know, we have those cold nights as well. So um, our desert plants are adapted to all that. Yeah, and if you try to take something like tropical, you're going to be putting more water on it than need be. We can get really beautiful color yes. with just native yes. and adapted plants. Right, right. And so that's what we're trying to show. And also, you know, just all the other uh, uh, resources that we have available. You know, you guys mentioned the Drab to Fab Backyard Rehab. You were, yeah, you were talking right. about it yeah. before we came on. Uh, what is it wisely did that that contest uh, a few years ago. And it was such a cool um project that we did and we had over 11,000 people enter the contest we knew people were really really excited about getting a backyard rehab and so um we have since we we knew it was so popular we did a a video series of the actual install and you know really showing those steps that you have to take to put in a landscape because even I had to sit there and think about it you know like what are those steps and so as we were figuring that out we like this would be great to videotape the videos are about five to seven minutes each and it just gives you a good idea of you know you know you start out you try to figure out your design and you know we talk about how to hire experts if you want to but we also have a lot of good information for those DIYers who want to be out there doing it themselves as well so I think the thing that's so critical about about plant mm -hmm. it wisely is people look at their water bill and they start wondering how am I going to consume it more responsibly? Yeah. How am I going to shave this a little bit? Right. And so they quit running their faucet when they're shaving. Yes. They quit running their lavatory that's one of our when tips. they're brushing their teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't think they really realize on the average, 70% of their water bill is consumed from the outside of Out your house mm -hmm. to the edge of your property. 70% of your water bill right. is swimming pool and landscaping. Right. That's exactly right. And that's a great point, Rosie, is that uh, indoors, and especially now with a lot of our new efficient fixtures, if they're water sense labeled, that means they're even more efficient than the federal requirements. So if you get a water sense labeled toilet or water sense labeled shower head, you know every time you're using those fixtures, you're saving water. It's it's a no-brainer. It's easy. And that's what we call efficiency. Now, the other part of it is behavior change and education and, and being more mindful of how you're using water. And that's yeah. what they have to do when you're, you're working outside. Because outdoors, there are smart controllers out there, but it's really tough. It, that's really up to you to, to monitor and to, to you know, use that water wisely outdoors. And that's what we're trying to get across is how to do that. This is Donna DeFrancisco. Yes. From the city of Mesa. 
the conservation coordinator, and the ambassador of Water Use It Wisely, <laughs> Wisely is just... here to talk about Plant It Wisely. And we're going to keep this conversation going Excellent. right after this short break. All right. Thank you. It's somewhere near water. We're here this morning at Rosie on the House with Donna DeFrancesco. The conservation coordinator for City of Mesa, a repeat visitor to our show. We've had her on many times as a water use it wisely ambassador. We're here talking water. And I have to tell y'all folks, if you'd like, you know, one of the one of the things about water that Donna and I don't talk about very often, we talk about consuming it and how to conserve it and stuff. But water in Arizona is a huge tool of recreation. Uh, yes. I, at one time, Arizona was like one of the most dense boat per population <laughs> uh, states in the whole union. Well, today they've got a festival going on. I think you're familiar with it, the Trace Rio yes. Nature Festival. Fantastic festival. A great festival to get the kids out to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can, uh, they've got canoes, they've got kayaks, they've got paddle boards. Get out there and explore the, the waterways. They'll teach you bird watching they've got a zip line they've got introductory beginner archery ranges they've got entertainment they've got food uh and it's there on avondale boulevard about five miles south of interstate 10 so if you've ever been to the nascar racetrack out there it used to be called pir uh it's now the ISM Raceway. It's right there as you approach the parking lot to the raceway. Yeah. The Trace Rios, where three rivers come together, and uh, that's primarily all recycled water right there. Recycled water, and yes, with wetlands, uh, so that they're mimicking wetlands and cleaning that water uh, with nature. So, And then nature just loves it. So that's what's great about going there is, there's, like you say, the bird watching. They said there's beavers out there, all kinds of critters. It's just incredible. They hold this festival once a yep. year. Yep. It's today, 10 to 4, and tomorrow, 10 to 4. A great Family activity, get the kids outside. And a shout out, we have some Water Use It Wisely partners out there today yes, uh, exhibiting, Avondale and a few other of the uh, partners. So, yes, so stop by and stop see by and yes. get some information. Absolutely. You guys have, you are such a wealth of information, whether it's how to water or how to plant, all well around how to conserve, all those things and, wrapped into one. And zero escape principles and landscaping mm -hmm. ideas and that kind of thing. Yes, absolutely. You know John Harbor. Yes, I do. John, yes. John's been I our, miss, our. I miss John and John, his nursery in Mesa. Yeah, yeah right. In fact. right. Yes. John, John's been our uh, gardening expert on air for 20 years. Absolutely. Uh, John and I, about five years ago, at the end of one of these shows, we challenged each other. Do you think you can cut your water bill by 5%? Do you think you can cut it by 10%? And I don't remember what we decided, but we set a mark. We challenged each other. Excellent. You know, at our own homes, can we cut? Yes. Water by such amount. Okay. And I'd been to his home, and I knew I already had him beat. <laughs> because when we bought our house, we had 6,000 square feet of TIF lawn. Wow. That required watering. Yes. And I already knew what I was going to do. I was going to cut that in half. Good. And I turned that into a beach volleyball sand Oh, that'll the, save water. <laughs> for the ch church youth groups and stuff. I put sprinklers up on the two volleyball net posts. So I can sprinkle the kids down when they're out there playing volleyball. Okay. But uh, I turned the <laughs> lawn into that beach volleyball that then I dug out 
17, 18 inches, and it became the retention water well oh, okay. for my entire property. It all, my property now all drains to that location. There you go. And you're recharging groundwater, Recharging too. Well, there groundwater. There you go, yeah. And it didn't take much, but John and I both way exceeded what we thought we were going to save once yeah. we really Paid put attention. our mind to it. So, yeah. and, and so it is, that mindfulness and being aware. Good. Now, the irony of the story is we both live in homes that are about 40, 50 years old. And near the end of the one-year challenge, his water main broke oh, just no. past the water meter. And our water main broke just within oh, within about no. a month of each other. They both broke. So we did end up having a net savings, but not near like we could have after we had to shut the water off that ran for, you know, 48 hours. But anyway, <laughs> you can, with, with y'all's campaign of bringing water mm-hmm. consumption up to the top of mind. Yes. It's pretty easy yes. to cut 10%. And if we That's each fine. cut 10%, we're providing enough water for another one million people. Right, right. That's right. that's huge. Right, right. Yes, and it is. It's just important. And and, the, and what they say is people really want to do the right thing. They just want to know what they need to do. And that was that was kind of the premise behind the campaign is when we did some surveys and, and about people's attitudes about water. They said, "Don't ask us to save water. Don't make us feel guilty. Don't make <laughs> us don't scare us. But just tell us how to save water." And that's how we started those those hundred plus tips. And we did these unusual devices that not like your typical like the shower head. We did things like. Uh, you know, a broom uh, or can help you save water. A, a shovel, like water-saving device number 77. Every time you put in a new mm-hmm. plant, do a desert plant, and you'll save 550 gallons every year just from that one plant being a desert plant versus something like a tropical plant or a patch of grass. So, yeah. Well, so those things, those are just simple ways. Water isn't anything to be worried about in Arizona. Through ingenuity uh, and through smart planning, uh, the size this state is right now, as a state, we're using the same amount of water as we That's... were consuming in 1955. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's... That's an incredible. How many people did we have in Arizona in 1955? Maybe a half a million or three quarters of a million? Right, right. Oh, so <laughs> that it, always fascinates me too that we can continue this growth, but water use is down. It is for per person. So yeah, it's, it's great, a good thing. fantastic, good and it's thanks in a large part to campaigns like yours. We're going to be All back right. with Donna right after this. Talking water here at Rosie on the House with Miss Donna here representing Water Plant It Wisely Spring Campaign. <laughs> yes, we're here, all excited to tell people about the the campaign coming up. It's going to actually start next week, and it'll be going on through early April. So, check. The, camp, the campaign includes a little contest, kind yeah. of kind of like the uh, the last one y'all had. Well, we we realized, again, people love to get help, uh, especially with landscaping concerns and questions and things like that. We're not doing a whole 
makeover. That okay. was pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got something really cool. Uh, and we're having this Be a Saguaro contest. Now, the idea behind Be a Saguaro, I thought it was kind of a fun idea. You know, it's just a way, again, we can engage um, the public out there. You know, we know that um, saguaros, first of all, are great conservationists, right? These saguaros are an amazing cactus that we have here exclusive to the Sonoran Desert. You only find this, the saguaro in the Sonoran Desert in uh, Arizona, Mexico, and a little bit in Southern California. But these are incredible. Just think of what they take to survive Ooh. our climate here. And, you know, they take um, about 35 to 50 years to even flower. Uh, they take 50 to 75 years to get their arms. They can store up to 1,500 gallons of water. And then if we have rainfall, they can soak up 200 gallons just in one rainfall. And they're also – the other thing I love about swirls, they're little – uh, hotels for all well, these other creatures, that. right? They, they have that. their own little micro environment and they track bats and bees and birds and all kinds of things. So, uh, what, uh, what an incredible plant. So, be a saguaro contest. And again, saguaros are also a little bit like people looking, you know, right? They've right. got the arms and everything. So, we want people to take a fun and creative picture of themselves being a saguaro. It can be just themselves inside or anything, or it could be outside next to a saguaro. It can be whatever they're. Uh, you know, their their imagination uh, and, brings. And what would they do with this photo? Okay, so what we're asking is for people to share it on uh, social media okay. and to tag Water Use It Wisely, and all the all the tags are listed on that waterplantitwisely.com. And if they do the hashtag Be a Saguaro, we will uh, be entering them into a contest. The winner of that contest, and I can't wait to see these pictures, uh, and we're going to be probably judging on creativity and probably what makes us laugh the most, possibly, um, and they are going to win a landscape consultation with Noel Johnson, who is also known as the Arizona Plant Lady. And we just happen to have the Plant Lady on the phone. Let's bring her into All the right. conversation. Miss Noel, good morning. That'd be great. Good morning, Noel. We're going to find her. <laughs> She's out there somewhere. We're going to find her. The, the plant lady. Noelle, you there? Noelle, you there? I am. There she, she is. is. She Yay. is. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> so, Noelle, we were just talking about the contest and that the winner is going to get this consultation with you. Do you want to take the listeners through what you will provide as, as part of that uh, that win that winning that contest with your con to get your consultation? Absolutely, and I am so excited uh, about this. You know, gardening in the desert is different than just about anywhere else you've gone, and you know it can be frequently very overwhelming, even if you've gardened well in some other area. Yes. So yes. <laughs> So what I do is I help people learn how to create, grow, and maintain a beautiful garden that thrives in a hot, dry climate. So a landscape consultation, it's different than what you would get from a landscape contractor, a designer, or a nursery professional. I don't sell you plants. I'm not trying to sell you maintenance or installation services. What right. I do is teach you what you need to know how to garden successfully. It could be that you are tired of seeing your shrubs in the shape of balls, squares, and cupcakes, <laughs> yeah, right. but have no idea how to transform it back into a beautiful flowering plant. Right, right. 
Or you could have a, a plant that's, um, you could have some plants that you just really don't care for. You want to get rid of them. You want suggestions for something to replace them with that will do well in that area. Also, you know, people move here and maybe they are fairly pleased with their landscape. They have no idea how to take care of it. Yeah. So a consultation will guide you through basically what you are looking for. Where are you in, um, in your plant desert garden journey? What are you looking for? Are you looking for learning how to take care of it, watering guidelines? how and when to prune, mm-hmm. suggestions for new plants and how to take care of them. Uh, if, you, if you are looking for new plants, it's nice to also know, well, what size should I get? Because mm-hmm. if something grows fast, you're wasting your money buying a bigger plant. You know, and the nurseries aren't necessarily likely to tell you that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to give it to you straight. And it's a really wonderful way to teach people what is possible in the desert garden? People tend to think, oh, you're in the desert, you're really limited. Oh, that is not true. There is limitless possibilities. Mm-hmm. With plants that thrive in our climate and don't take, you know, excessive amounts of water, you would be surprised. Mm-hmm. And I love to see the transformation on uh, my clients' faces once yeah. they realize what they can do. Excellent, excellent. And I know, you know, people talk about functionality of the yard, too, how they want to use the yard and that kind of thing. So I bet you can provide great guidance on that as well, of thinking about, you know, maybe using it to attract wildlife or using it for, you know, even a a space for the dog to be out there playing or the kids to play and that kind of thing. Absolutely. And functionality is something that uh, I see right away. They may not, and they may be thinking of placing a tree, which honestly is probably your biggest landscape decision, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. placing their tree in certain areas. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some that are just going to cause nothing but heartache. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Heartache for them and maybe for their neighbor. Excellent. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I think it sounds really exciting. It's this, this consultation is a $500 value. Uh, I know you'll be spending uh, at least a couple, about a couple hours with the, the, the winner. Yes. And so mm-hmm. we are just so excited. And we, we asked you to do this because you d- write a lot of blogs for What Is It Wisely? Or actually, we, we, you write blogs for yourself, and a lot of times we repost them because they're so wonderful and interesting, and we love uh, the way you write. And so uh, people can find your, your blogs on our site as well. So, Thank you. I love it. I'm very excited <laughs> about this. To win this, you take a picture of yourself <laughs> impersonating a saguaro cactus. That's right. <laughs> okay. And then you post that to social network. Yes. And Face, tag. Facebook, okay. Twitter, or Instagram. Okay. Yes. And tag plant water, water use it wisely. Water use it wisely. Okay. Yes. 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 And then of all the. In- now, who's going to be the judge of this? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I don't know. We might ask for guest judges. Oh, we'll see. Okay. You know, somebody from Desert Botanical Garden. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. There you go. And this just started, correct? It will actually be officially starting. Uh, well, we. I think you could start doing it now, yes. Uh, the the campaign officially starts um, next week, but I think you could okay. actually start submitting photos now. And we expect, uh, you know, Rosie or Jennifer to be uh, submitting something, too. So. I was going to say, this is a perfect uh, judgment for Roger Naylor, because he, yeah, he, yeah. he sees oh, Sororas yeah. all oh, my. the time. 
He, he knows. He should do a, a good Saloro cactus. Yeah. Yeah. You have to Absolutely. figure out how to be a fan top, you know, with the fan thing on the top. The crested yeah. ones? Yeah. 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 So oh, Roger Nail, that's a fantastic idea. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, he talks to the cactuses. That, he uh, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the <laughs> the best selfie of you imitating a Saloro cactus yeah. wins a consultation with right. Noel Johnson, the plant lady. How yeah. how would how would someone get a hold of Noel uh, if they don't win? Noel, you there? Oh, I am. <laughs> what, you want to tell people how to reach you? Absolutely. You can find me on azplantlady.com. And, again, I have lots of very helpful information on there. And if you go up to the tab that says Landscape uh, Services or Landscape Consultation, just click on there and you'll get all the details. Excellent. Excellent. Miss Noel, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. You Very too. Good. Very good. <laughs> she, has All a, right. she has a wonderful little website here. You can take an eight-week online class for desert gardening. You can get a, uh-huh. a um, weekly newsletter. Yes. So, oh, monthly, it looks like. Monthly, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All yep. kinds of good So she's another great source. And that's what Waddy's and Wise is all about. We know there's these incredible resources out there. As Noel talked about, she's an unbiased opinion. So she's got expertise in desert gardens. She's been doing this for many years. She's done some great work up in Rio Rico and um, getting sustainability um, certifications for different areas. Um, and so uh, it's just this great opportunity. I mean, I'd love to have, you know, you guys come out to my house and, and let me have you as consultants for all kinds of little indoor issues. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Home issues. So we'll be happy. I would. I just think that's a great opportunity to to have someone come out and and answer those questions and, for you personally, very and personally. do do an assessment and ask you questions that you didn't even know you knew to ask. That's right. Because you've mentioned right. the term functionality of the yard a yeah, couple times. Yeah. I mean, uh, some of the things y'all are focusing on. Do you want to plant edibles? Do you want yeah. to plant pollinators? Do you want to plant fragrances? Do you want to plant butterflies? Do you want to plant hummingbirds? Right. I mean, there's right. so much to think about right. other than just walking the aisle uh, of, a, of a nursery and picking a plant. Yes. Yeah. And you know, Willy-nilly. And that's what we find is most people, and I do this too so, so many times, we end up with that decision paralysis because we don't know what to do, right? So so one of the things is educating ourselves. And even, again, I mentioned DIY versus hiring an expert. Even when you hire an expert, and as you know, you do this so well, you tell people what you need to do when you want to hire somebody to do work for you. And that to me, that is so important. And so even if you're just going to the site and, and learning more about what these great things and options are that you can look for, you know, if you want to do uh, uh, attract hummingbirds, get fairy dusters, get aloes, get desert willows. Uh, if you want to do fragrance. Now what's better than sitting on the patio <laughs> with a cup of coffee? I know. And you hear the... Oh, the sounds, yeah. <laughs> I take it that's a hummingbird? That's a hummingbird. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a hummingbird wings. The plant of the month is actually three plants this month through Water Use It Wisely, and they're all designed for attracting yes. uh, birds. And the, you mentioned one, but the chuparosa. Right. The pink fairy duster. Yeah, sorry. That's right. And the penstemons. Penstemons, which are going to be bursting into bloom really soon here with our beautiful springs. Uh, and they do. The, pens, the, the hummingbirds just love all those plants. And that blog was written uh, by Arizona Audubon. And so they, again, we get these guest bloggers that just do these beautiful stories um, and information. That It's all from different perspectives. And so we hope people appreciate that. Um, but yeah. That's uh, it, it's, it's all these different mm-hmm. functionalities that these 
plants can have. Um, and there's even edibles like, you know, prickly pears. And those are very good for us nutritionally and everything. There's just all kinds of things that you can um, get these plants that have a very specific purpose and uh, fun things that you can look for. Maybe flowering different times of the year so you always have something blooming. But what I love about the butterflies and, and birds is that it brings another dimension to your yard, doesn't it? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's that additional um, things that just fly in and you just plant stuff and they come. You know, that's, that's all you need to do. You plant the right plants and before you know it, they're going to, I mean, sometimes when you have the pot there ready to plant it, you'll see a butterfly or hummingbird come in yeah. on the plant. So if you're, an in, they if you're intentional, it. you can actually have your yard designated like a wildlife. Yes. Um, there's several different there's def- certifications you can get yep. for your there's yard. There's Monarch Way Stations designation. There's a there's a wildlife uh, uh, designation. There's there's like some fun wildlife things federation. Like that. I think yes that one yes absolutely. Well, one way I've changed our plant scheme in our home. Tell me is we <laughs> we don't hardly plant it unless we're going to eat it. Oh, okay. You You're know? going for the edibles. Um, I, we, we are. Yeah. I, I am. Yes. I yeah. mean, to, to go through all the effort of planting right. and mm-hmm. watering mm-hmm. and fertilizing and trimming yeah. and caring, uh, make it something that's productive. So There is yeah. one little caveat to that. I don't like things that uh, attract roof rats. So we're not into citrus or pomegranates or things <laughs> well, that, yeah. They I'm can just, be managed. They can. It's not my favorite. But, <laughs> but and that's what we always got to realize, right? Yeah. When you plant anything, you're going to be, you know, other creatures love those things too sometimes. But yeah, those things are, uh, uh, you got to think about those things. But it's so wonderful to go out into your yard and just pick, you know, think, what are we going to have for dinner? I did that last night and, you know, we had uh, some uh, salad with citrus segments in it. And it was delicious. And some pecans from the yard. So it's fun to be able to go out and pick some things that, well, that you're growing yourself. If we could use this platform just to challenge our listeners to take a hard look at your water bill, yeah. here over the next six to seven months is going to be your biggest opportunity for cutting down that bill. And I would throw a Rosie on the House challenge out there. Let's see if we can't all conserve 10% of what all we've right. been like historically it. average consuming for the last four or five years. You know, I think of all the plant questions, long questions we've ever taken, probably at least half of them are about how much to water. And you guys break Mm -hmm. it down into these wonderful little guides. There's one on (laughs) interactive plant watering guide, interactive lawn watering guide. There's a landscape watering guide flip book. There's just no excuse. And all you got to do is look at the plant and and the time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we first came out with the plants book that had all the desert plants, and we came out with the Xeriscape book all about desert landscaping. And then we realized people were embracing those two things, but they were overwatering. So then let's, we did the watering guide. Let's so. come back and talk about all the resources Excellent. Okay. at those two websites. Okay. All right. We'll do. Rock me on the water, sister, will you We're wrapping up this hour. They always find the best music. Yeah, Gary's. That's <laughs> Gary's the, the master. It's Gary. Yeah, good Gary. way to go, Gary. Gary's the master at that. I love hearing what songs he picks. That's what keeps out. us engaged his, all Saturday morning. What's coming his, next? His music library between his ears is unbelievable. All those uh, years as kids in Louisiana cutting lawns paid off with all those record <laughs> albums I bought, which I still have. Awesome. <laughs> you could listen to records while mowing the lawn. That's it. Yeah, back then? Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, uh, we're here with Donna DeFrancesco, Conservation Coordinator for the City of Mesa and Ambassador for Water Use It Wisely, which is also now 
uh, evolving into water. Plant it wisely. I love some of y'all's one-liners. Plant more, water less. Yeah. And you have a tab. You can do that. Learn how. Right. Click in and learn how. <laughs> how about what's great for your yard can be great for all of us. Right, right. And that's something that I think was a neat point to get across is, is that by doing this, you're doing so much for the environment. You're doing so much. It's going to make your yard more resilient. It's going to make it so that, you you know, it's easier to care for. You're going to have less issues with insect problems, all kinds of things. So, Well, y'all have got great ambition, and I'm going to quote, mm-hmm. uh, here during March and April, as, yeah. you, as you launch this water Planet Wisely campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's y'all's goal to be the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate Arizona spring landscaping and planting resource for all homeowners and DIYers. Yeah, that's right. The ultimate That's what we're going resource. for, the ultimate. <laughs> and, and for homeowners to find it, right. it's easy. Yeah. Waterplantitwisely.com. Just go there, or you can always find it at our, our website, waterusewisely.com, too. So this is a microsite specifically for the spring promotion and to help people just tap into all of that uh, great landscape information that we have available. You yep. know what? I, one thing that we haven't mentioned, I don't think, is that there are lots of locations people can see these zero-scape landscapes that, that y'all yeah. have. Yes, yeah, the, the the demonstration gardens mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things like that. So that's on the website too. Yes, Lots of them. There are, and it's a that's a great way. Mm-hmm. You know, we love sending people to the nurseries as well. Um, but sometimes those those plants in the pot, you just can't really tell what they're going to look like. If you go to the demonstration gardens, you see what that plant's going to look like after a few years, and you know they just uh, can just be so completely different looking. So it's a great way. Yeah, to they're learn they're more. well designed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get the full three dimension appreciation of what they can look like next right. to and adjoining this and that plant right. as right. opposed to just in in rows down an aisle <laughs> well that too you know, uh, i don't have the creative capacity to take yeah. that and picture it in my yard right but i can walk those gardens and say Ex- you know one half of my yard that would look like this yeah i'd like that yeah yeah so also go to your your like uh, botanical gardens like Desert Botanical mm-hmm. Garden, Boyce Thompson, and look at your neighbor's yards. And if you see plants that you really like, try to get the ID or take a picture if you're not sure what it is and bring it to your nursery. But those are great ways to see the plants, you know, in their real, you know, environment where they're they're just going to uh, do thrive, basically. They're thriving, you know. Waterplanetwisely.com for information on desert mm-hmm. plant varieties. Information on helpful landscaping blogs, mm-hmm. videos, yeah. upcoming water-saving events, right. gardening tips, contests, and more. And one more time on the contest. The hashtag, be a saguaro contest, and take a picture of yourself, either looking like a saguaro or looking like a saguaro next to a saguaro or however you want to do it, and tag that with on social media for us, and that's all on waterplantitwisely.com. And the winner of that contest wins a landscape consultation with the Arizona Plant Lady, a $500 value. So please participate. It'll be a really fun prize you can get. Throwing my name in the hat. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're going to pose right after that's this. That's right. That's all right. three of us, we're going to put that picture up. All right. We're going from Water Planet Wisely to your kitchen cabinets or whatever you'd like to talk about in the next hour here at Rosie on the House. Stay tuned.